What is going on, everyone? It is Mike and Holden. We are back today. It is Wednesday, March 2nd, and we are talking peak performance. Apple's new event coming up next week, Holden, where yeah. they're going to hopefully, hopefully talk about some really cool stuff. Holden, before we get into that, how are you doing today? Doing great. Elden Rings in my life, so it's great. Elden Rings are your life. New PlayStation game going well? As well as it can go in a game like that, yes. Okay. Well, yeah. that's good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> well, let's dive into peak performance. So today, and when I say peak performance, it's not like peak, like you are the peak or pinnacle of the, being a podcaster, and I'll say it that way, or it's like peak, like peekaboo. Like, let's take a little peek. <laughs> you like that? Peekaboo. Peekaboo performance. So let's talk about maybe, you know, what we expect to see today. They send out their invites. It's for next Wednesday, March 8th at 9 a.m. Pacific time, which is 1, 8, 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And it's going to be live, bro- or sorry, it's going to be live streamed from Apple Park. So no physical in-person event, which I think that makes sense given we're not out of the woods yet with, uh, with the pandemic. But there is, I guess, a few things that we're expecting to see. So we thinking about the iPhone SE3, which I don't know about you, Holden, as much as we've talked about this, there is still, I'm still the consensus that it will you know, possibly get a redesign. Like it will look like um, maybe something like the iPhone 11 with not touch ID or sorry, not face ID, but with a cutout for the cameras in the front and they'll stick, uh, they'll stick face ID or sorry, the touch ID button inside of the sleep wake button on the side. I just can't see them keeping that data design for another two or three years. What do you think about that? I agree with you. Every rumor I've seen says otherwise, but I like agree with you. Like it seems weird to not go with the iPhone 11, especially when the iPhone 11 is already a hundred dollars, only a hundred dollars more. So I don't feel like it would be like breaking the bank or out of their budget to do something like that. They have that part on the iPad Air for and I, and the iPad Mini now. So I can't, yeah. and maybe that's a little bit different of a home button or a power button, but um, it's there. It, like, I just feel like it wouldn't be super hard to do that. But at this point, I'd, I'd be surprised to see the iPhone 11 design there just because of all the rumors pointing in one direction. And rumors are basically just announcements before they happen nowadays. Yeah, but so uh, you are right. And, and I agree with the rumors. But I, what I do think is that kind of conversely, if you think about it, Apple keeping it along for two more years means that they still have to source the parts for Touch ID for two more, sorry, for Touch ID in the, uh, in the you know, the traditional body for two more years. Conversely, where they could then move to this new Touch ID system where it's in the sleep-wake button and they would be able to, you know, get these economies of scale from manufacturing that they already have with the iPad mini and the iPad Air, mm-hmm. which we'll get more in a few minutes. I don't know. I do think it's interesting and I'm really interested to see, I'm interested to see how it will turn out in the next, uh, next seven days. You know, in terms of colors, do you have any uh, personal insight on where you think the colors are going to go? I never know. I never I, I never know that stuff ahead of time. I have no idea. So the invite, if we look at the invite, the invite has, you know, it's the Apple logo with these kind of like, I would almost call them like waveforms coming out of it. If you oh, look yeah, at it. yeah. And the colors are purple. Let's, let's double check what the colors are here. That's a very Apple thing to do is to put those colors in the announcement and then show off the new phone with all that stuff. Yeah, that that, yes. that would make a ton of sense. Because, I mean, they always could be case colors, but I don't really think they're going to do case colors no. in the invite. I mean, I'm sure they will do, like, new case colors very soon. Well, there was that, that leak as well. 
But uh, they wouldn't. They don't usually show that off at a keynote and be like, "And here are the new cases." They. I don't think they've ever done that. Yeah. So the colors are blue. They're like it's like cyan blue, purple, pink, red, orange, and yellow. Those are the colors in the invite. And if you actually look at the invite, or if you go to apple.com/events, you can get this little Easter egg on your iPhone and look at it in AR, where it's this very cool. It means you just could interact with it on your iPhone. So it's, it's kind of a cool Easter egg. It's very trippy. It's really crazy looking. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that you couldn't look at these on your iPad. Did you know that? Really? No, I didn't know that. I tried to take it for like 15 minutes. You know, take, digress here for a second. I tried it for like 15 minutes. I'm like, what's going on? Why can't I do this? Because I didn't have my iPhone, Andy. I was sitting on the couch. Well, you have an iPad Pro as well. I was on my iPad, my iPad mini. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a mini thing because the Pro has... The three cameras with the LiDAR sensor and all that stuff, I think, is, like, designed for AR. So maybe it's just the mini? It could just be the mini. My iPad's there. I can check it, check it in a few minutes. But I had to find the, the actual link to the file, which is hosted on Apple.com, and then I was able to view it. And it got – my iPad mini got hot really quick. It was like, whoa, what is this thing going on here? It's like <laughs> – it, like, you know, again, with cartoons where the cartoon overheats and the smoke comes out of its ears. I'm like, it's like, yep. whoa, what's going on? It was very funny because how hot it got. But uh, anyways, <laughs> I digress. I would really like to see the I, this iPhone SE in these new colors. And it seems like colors are the way to go because, you know, with the old uh, – the iPhone SE 2, you had the product red. You had – uh, if I'm not mistaken, space gray and silver. But I mean, I would think that they would possibly adopt, you know, starlight and what's the other color? It's not midnight. It's starlight and um, what do they call the new color for the iPads? I don't remember. It's is it not space gray? No, it's not space gray. It's um, oh gosh, it's slipping my mind. One second here. Let's look at the iPad. I know starlight is one of them. I know that's one of the new ones. So the four colors are starlight, space gray, pink, and purple. Those are the four iPad mini colors. Maybe this, the invite colors are the, what we'd see on the iPad Air, which we'll maybe get into in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily indicative of the iPhone SE. But I think the iPhone SE, even though maybe the, the target market, maybe they don't want to have fun and they don't want to have Face ID, but maybe they <laughs> like colors. Also, I'm done thinking about it because I don't really pay too much attention to the iPhone SE just because it's never, it's never the phone I'm considering to buy. But um, is it, does it come in colors or is it just black and white? I'm checking right now. Black, white, and red. Black, white, and red. Yeah. Which makes sense, I think, because they're, they're not, this is not like a flashy phone. This is like the, I bought this iPhone because it is the inexpensive one. Yeah. My big question with this is, what is an iPhone SE with a A15 chip and 5G look like in terms of battery life? That's, I'm, I'm very curious to see, to see that. The battery life in the current SE already is not awesome. Compared really? to the other phones, yeah. How good or how poor is it? I'm basing this off of a video that um, Mr. Who's the Boss did. He has a really good battery test series. He's got a great channel. He's got a really good channel, yeah. And yeah. he um, he compared um, – this is when the iPhone 13 Pro came out. But he compared all the different iPhone models, including the iPhone SE. And the SE lasted like under four hours oh, and, wow. of complete screen on time. Which, I mean, I think for some people is totally fine. If that's where it is right now, and then you add all that new technology into it, and you're not really able to like do as much by increasing the battery and all that, because it's really the same chassis that's been around forever, I'm curious what that looks like. I'm very curious. So they quote the battery life on this device on Apple's website for the iPhone SE 2 
up to 13 hours of video playback, eight hours of video playback streamed, mm-hmm. audio playback 40 hours, and that it has Qi charging 50% in 30 minutes. So I would think that they're going to at least fall in line with those current specs. I can't see them regressing and giving you worse battery life. Yeah, I don't I don't know. We'll we'll see. The, the thing about those stats is that it's like this is what it looks like when you stream video straight and do nothing else. What I like about Mr. Who's the Boss is he sets up like realistic things you would do on your phone. You are yes. scrolling through Instagram, that kind of stuff. And he just sits there with like eight phones in front of him and like scrolls through them and treats yeah. them all exactly the same for the entire duration of them being around. That guy's a machine. But um Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so he um, that is kind of just basing it off of that. But we'll see. I mean, it, the A15 is also a very efficient chip. So that could it also is. benefit. So we'll just kind of have, we'll kind of have to see. Hmm. And I guess if they're putting a more modern display in it, it might get some benefit there from having, uh, being more power efficient. True. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we have the, we have the iPhone SE 3 colors. I guess we're on the fence. We don't, we, you know, it could be, could be black, white, or the, is it, they call it, yeah, black, white, red. They don't call it space gray, black, white, and red. I would really like to see them put graphite and starlight, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. We talked about what's going to have in terms of the processor. We think it's going to have the A15. think it's going to be roughly around the same battery life. What about the display size? 4.7 seems awfully small in this day and age. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone who has a 4.7 inch screen. I think like, I mean, is it smaller than the switch? The 4.7 inch screen, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, it, absolutely. Switch is like uh, 6.2 inches. So it's quite a bit oh, smaller. Really? Yeah. I mean, wow, oh, that, that just seems way too small. So you have the, we have hopefully a bigger screen. We have the modern, modern processor. Cameras, they got to adopt the similar cameras that they have in the iPhone you know, 13. I mean, that would be the, I guess, the expectation, which is the same cameras they've had since the iPhone 12 or the iPhone 11, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Single lens or dual lens? What do you think? Single lens, absolutely. Oh, okay, single lens. Yeah, I think single lens. Yeah, I don't. I'm not as convinced a larger screen either, though. Because no. So the here, so there was that rumor of uh, iPhone SE Plus, and they would have the 5.5 inch. It basically just be an 8 Plus, and it's in its form factor. But at that, it, usually the screen size differences are $100 price difference. At $100 price difference, you're at an iPhone 11, which has an even bigger screen than the SE Plus would have. And it has a whole other slew of benefits. So I don't really know what what the benefit would be there unless it's $50 more or it replaces the current SE. Yeah, replaces would make sense. I did not see the SE Plus rumor. They were a while ago. It was a while ago. A while ago. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we'll just do some some lightning round. Uh, I have some questions. Just tell me what you think. Mm -hmm. So screen size, you say that it's going to, you're undecided. Mm -hmm. Chi charging, in or out? In it's it's there right now, isn't it? It is in today, correct? Yeah. There was a rumor saying they were going to take it out, uh, or possibly take it out. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I think keep it in. I, I guess, but I don't think it'd be a huge loss because the person who buys an SE is not looking for premium features or like I think somebody buys an SE is fine plugging the phone into a lightning connector. I don't see that person being like, oh, I'm going to buy the four hundred dollar inexpensive phone, but I need to make sure I get a charging cradle for it. Like, I don't. I don't. That's, that seems like a an odd dynamic. Yeah, it does. The current face, uh, sorry, the current front facing camera is seven megapixels. Do you think it's going to adopt the, you know, the new quote unquote new and improved 12 megapixel camera from the iPhone 12 and 13? I hadn't thought about that, but I guess that that could happen. That that, that would make sense. Yeah. These devices are, because so if it did get the 12 megapixel camera, that would mean it would be able to do 4K 
video on the front, mm -hmm. which is, I think, probably something that's also needed. And colors were un, undecided for. Anything else here, I guess, maybe worth talking about the iPhone SE 3? If they do the uh, 4K recording, increase in storage size, like starting at 128. Yeah. Right now it's 64. It's only 64 and 128. Yeah. So we're thinking 128, 256? Yeah. If they're going to do 4K video, it seems, like, that storage seems like a lot for a low-budget phone like that. But if they're going to do 4K video, I feel like they have to. 64 gigs of storage is probably the, um, like, <laughs> what's the right way of thinking about it? It's like everyone deserves more than 64 gigs of storage. Like, I don't know why people, why they still make these phones today with 64 gigs of storage. Because that is, like, the bare minimum. I, I don't know. How much storage do you have on your phone? You have 128 or 256? 256. Yeah. I think 256 is probably the you know, the place for most people, especially if you're keeping your device two, three, four years. Yep. 64 gigs is just like a crime against humanity. They they, they shouldn't do this. Apple is also notorious for keeping storages or uh, storage sizes around for a long time. I remember when 16 gigs was the standard forever. And it yeah. just seems like they never went away from it. And then finally they upped it. But who knows? Wait, it's very similar to them giving five gigs of online storage for iCloud. It's like, why don't they just change it already? I mean, seriously, yeah. what is going on here? If that's literally been the case for what more than 10 years, actually. You've probably been getting five gigs of iCloud storage longer than the lightning port's been around. <laughs> um, like, I think I think this year's the 10-year yeah. anniversary. I think it was the same year. Yes, I think, I think it's... It, you're You're right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's bananas. And also, 5 gigs is, especially for cloud storage, which is supposed to supplement your phone storage and help with your phone storage. It's one of the big reasons to use the cloud. It's worthless. There's no point. You can't store anything on it. There's no iPhone backup nowadays. It's going to be less than 5 gigabytes. What I'd be very curious, anyone who gets by with the 5 gigs of storage. Oh, my God. If you are out there and you have 5 gigs of storage in your iCloud plan, please tweet me because I want to know this. That is, I, I want to know how you're doing it because I think that's just amazing. I think a better it's, it's value is buying a car with one wheel. Like that's a better value than <laughs> than getting iCloud 5 gigs. Oh my gosh. I mean, they do make it very easy for you to upgrade. They do, right? Like yeah. it's, I think, it's, is it 50 cents or 99 cents a month for 50 gigs? I think it's even 90, uh, 99 cents for 200 now. Let me check. Yeah, it, I mean, it's super it's, cheap. It's very cheap. Yeah, it's worth it. Like, it's totally worth it. Maybe that's how they do it, though, because they'll they'll get that dollar from how many millions of people. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's why they have to be doing it. That make, So that does make me a little bit mad that they don't give you, uh, they're not giving more storage than this five gigs. Ten years is way too long for anyone to be living on five gigs of storage. And well, Google <laughs> offers 15 gigabytes, I think, on like Gmail and that kind of stuff for free. Yeah. I think if they did 15, that would be like a reasonable boost up, I guess. But they should probably be around 50. I think 50 gigs is is good. I'm looking this up right now because I'm like super curious. It's funny because I have the two terabytes because I'm on Apple One Premium. And I only use 130 gigs of that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't I don't I just don't keep a lot of stuff. I don't see where you do the storage options. I guess it'd be in subscriptions, I guess. Yeah, like you can add additional storage to your individually. But it, you probably won't see it because you won't see the the uh, five gig plan. Yeah, I'll. I, it's, I'm not gonna find it right now. It's fine. All right. So U.S. So five gigs is what comes with it. Fifty gigs is ninety nine cents. Two hundred gigs two ninety nine. Two terabytes nine ninety nine in the U.S. That's actually 
surprising. I didn't think they had a 50 gig tier. It really makes the two terabyte super worth it. Yeah, because you're like 200 gigs or I can have, what is that, 20 times that, yeah. uh, 20 times the storage for only five times the cost or th- you know three times the cost. 10 times, yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, like it, there's also just a peace of mind with it. Like I could get away with 200 gigs. I have in the past. I have a one uh, Apple One Premium, so like I don't really have the option of going down to two hundred gigs anyway. But it just having the two terabytes is total freedom of like mind in terms of what goes up there. I will never have to worry about that. Yeah, for the most part. Okay, so back onto the iPhone SE three. So we talked about uh, the storage size. It's got to be bigger than sixty four gigs. Uh, please, Tim Cook, if you're listening to this before the show, give us something. Please, we we need one twenty eight minimum. <laughs> Anything else from, I guess, a, a feature perspective that you'd like to see in the new iPhone SE 3? I, I think, it, you know, maybe the screen size, I know we talked about how the screen size is, is 4.7 today. You know, if they, I think if they want to sell more Apple Arcade subscriptions, right? Like that's that, that's compelling for an upgrade. Yeah. And I think the screen size would be something that they'd want to maybe maximize where they can get people yeah. to upgrade for that reason. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, even so, maybe more so than people that that are tied to Face ID, is this possibly a good, quote-unquote, starter phone for kids? That's a really good point, yeah. Like, if you're thinking about, like, your your kid, like, or do you want to get him an iPhone 13 for his first phone, or would you get him a, an SE? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> yeah, like, I... I yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, this kid... Wait, dude, my son's five years old, and he asked me the other day, he's like, Daddy, I want a phone. I'm like, why? You can't even use a keypad. <laughs> I'm like, what do you need a phone for? You, you don't even know how to work a keyboard. Like, he can read and everything, but he can't spell. Yeah. I'm like, what are you going to do with that? He's like, I want to play games. I'm like, you do not need a phone to play games. I go, we are not doing that. He's like, my friend has a phone. I'm like, who is your friend? And he's like, make some kid's name up. I'm like, I don't even know who that is. And I don't think they have a phone. <laughs> I'm like, who, who's going to do that? Who's going to give their five-year-old a phone? I got to talk to the parents now. Oh, it happens. Like, who- I used to sell phones and it happens. It's like terrifying. Dude, five years old. I mean, they, they literally can't even manage the keyboard like what how is this kid gonna use a phone yeah yeah the good news is he, he wouldn't be able to look up the app store for apps and stuff and buy them. <laughs> although he could go to the feature page though yeah so one of the things i absolutely love about using or living in apple's ecosystem is the the device management for parents yeah so i mean it's fantastic like he literally cannot do anything from like a screen time perspective he can't buy apps without me noti- being notified of course he doesn't buy apps because he doesn't know how to get that far he actually doesn't even know the unlock code for his device. For his, he has an iPad that he listens to for uh, podcasts. But he this does know funny. how to. He does know how to ask Siri to play podcasts. He's like, "Hey, listen, I need you to play this podcast," and she's like, "Okay, dude." Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. But I digress. Yeah. So no iPhone 13 Pro Max for him. No, no iPhone 13 Pro Max. So I mean, literally, if <laughs> if, if I was buying my, uh, he had he has to be at least ten before he gets a phone. There's no way unless like something changes dramatically in society. But if I was buying him a phone, if he was nine today, I would or nine or 10, I would buy him an iPhone SE. Like that would be the the choice. I don't think I would buy him an iPhone 11 or a 12 or a 13. That seems like it's just overkill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how do you feel about and this is a little off topic, but how do you feel about the Apple Watch for like the, the kids version or the kid like kid mode for Apple Watch? I forgot what it's called. There's a term for it, but I can't remember what it's called. Family setup. So last year when the iPhone or the Apple Watch 6 came out, I tried to <laughs> I tried to put it on him and it, it didn't even like it was too big. Like the smallest watch band size would not even fit on his wrist. I did it like as an experiment, mm-hmm. not like I was seriously going to give it to him. 
Yeah. And he's not like uh he's not the age where he like needs to or maybe he needs to where he's responsible enough to wear a watch. Like if something was like maybe like five dollars, I'd be like, okay, here. Yeah. But I'm not gonna give you this <laughs> this you know, two year old iPhone uh, or Apple Watch series three or series four. Yeah. It actually has to be a southern version too. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna do that, so he has to be a way older. Yeah, I have an 11 year old brother, and my dad got him a hand me down MacBook Pro. And I'm like, what are you wow. doing? Hand me down. But like, what are you doing? Like, that thing is going to be like snot covered and absolutely disgusting in like a week. Like, I, I, oof, I don't know. I don't trust that. <laughs> I don't trust it at all. Yeah, dude, 11 years old. I mean, my son, he does have a computer at school. Like, he has his own computer that. Uh, mm-hmm. that he uses and he signs into stuff like he knows his password which is, i'm very surprised about that and he knows how to like get on like google classroom and go to like all these like different pages but there's no way do i would buy this kid to get a phone or a computer at this age <laughs> like i considered maybe buying a like a an imac like a fa- quote-unquote family imac to put in the kitchen yeah but i'm i'm not going to not yet mm-hmm. he doesn't need that yeah he has he has an ipad that he barely uses so that would be a, not a good financial decision on my part. Also, kids just need time away from technology. They get them, you get them too early now, and it's not, it's not good for them. Exactly, dude. Like, I want him to go outside and be a kid. Yeah. He's like, I want to watch. Like, he'll just, it's crazy. Never mind. I was born what? at the perfect time where, like, I actually, when I was, when I was six, I had a computer in my bedroom. But it had no internet connection. I could only use it to, like, type documents for, like, school. There was nothing fun on it. It was not a fun thing. And it was, what like... Year a, were you born? 93. So you... 1999. Yeah. You're saying. Yeah. And I didn't, like, think about technology, like, in that way. There was no iPhones or even iPods at the time to, like, alert me with, like, something portable. Like, I had a Game Boy. That's different. So I still had the toys. Like, I would play with, like, Legos and stuff. And I'd go outside and play still. And I feel like kids nowadays, like, don't have that. And it's so sad. But I was, like, the perfect time. I was, like, right at the end of that. Yeah. In 1999, Holden, I was 24 years old. So you were <laughs> you were six. I was 24. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> so I remember when I got my f- first computer, this is a total digression. My dad brought home like, uh, the first Macintosh in 1983, if I'm not mistaken, like he, he quote unquote rented it from someone like for the weekend, like he, like you were able to bring it home. And in 1983, I was how old? Six years old. So you couldn't do anything on this computer other than freaking open up paint and like do that. Like you, we had no business having the computer. And it wasn't until like the late 80s where I think I actually had my very first computer where we used it to do like kind of like spreadsheets and shit like that. But yeah, that's that's really funny that in 1999 you had your computer. And that's mm-hmm. a long time ago, man. Crazy. Yeah, crazy, I didn't crazy, know crazy. anything about it. They, I remember it had Macintosh HD on the desktop and I thought that literally meant Macintosh Holden DePardo. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I had no idea. What, I, didn't, I didn't know anything about computers at the time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That hard so disk, funny. which even nowadays, it's a hard disk. iPhone SE, I think we're done with this uh, with this topic, unless you want to add anything to it. No, no, we're good. Okay, let's move on to the iPad Air 5. So the other rumor in floating around, circulating, however you want to say it, is that the iPad Air 5 will get an update. This is replacing the iPad Air 4 which came out in September or October 2020, if I'm not mistaken. 
So it's just under two years old, which seems kind of weird that they're replacing it so soon or they're updating it so soon. Mm -hmm. This is, I think, an iPad that maybe doesn't need to be updated yet. You know, it's the only device that doesn't have 5G in the lineup. That's the first thing. Second thing is that it's the only device that doesn't have center stage. Not that those are not technologies that people want, but it's not like uh, I can see they. Why can't they wait six months? Till yeah, the, the fall. Few people are going like, to buy an iPad because it has five G built into it. Very few people will do that. Other than me, totally. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I don't know how even popular this is in terms of iPad. I read a spec the other day, and I, and I couldn't verify it that Apple sell the eighty percent of the iPads that Apple sells are the iPad, like the you know the very base level iPad. I'm like 80%. Wow, that's really? a lot of. Yes. So again, I, I couldn't wow. verify it. You know, because they never publish sell-through numbers or channel numbers. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised that this person touted this off, but. I would have expected it to be the iPad Air or the new iPad Mini. That would have been my guess. So you, the the way that you'd be able to tell this if you were to do what the average selling price is, if you were if Apple does release the average selling price, and if you see that, Obviously, lower cost iPads. If you're selling a majority of lower cost iPads, you would have a lower average selling price. Yeah. So I didn't bother kind of debating the subject with the person. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But either way, I don't know. So I think it's great that they're updating it. I am interested to see whether or not it retains the same design. You know, it has that squared off design like the iPad and the sorry, the iPad Pro and the iPad Mini have. I don't know if it's going to get 5G. I would think that it does because again, it's the only device that doesn't have 5G besides the classic iPad and center stage. But really, other than that, I don't know what they're going to do to it. Like, is it going to get, mm-hmm. it's not going to get like OLED, like how people were thinking six months ago. I don't think it's going to get mini LED display. That just seems like it would be overkill. No, yeah, I won't get that. A face ID would be a nice addition, but there has been no talk of that, which makes me think that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that just seems strange. Yeah, I think you're right. I think center stage, 5G, and obviously an A15 chip will be added to it. That kind of goes without saying. That's It'd be a very iterative update. I can see them doing it, but it'd be very iterative, iterative not, not anything super special. Do you think it would have Thunderbolt, or would it just retain USB-C? Mm. Thunderbolt would be an interesting addition. I can also, though, see Apple keeping that as a pro feature, which would make sense. I can see that. I can see why Apple would make that a pro-only uh, feature. Yeah, because there's then there's no reason to upgrade from the 10.9-inch iPad Air to the 11-inch iPad Pro, right? Because it, has a, it would have this, almost the same exact feature set. Yeah. So do you think the display is going to stay the same size? Yeah, I feel like the display size really only change when the design changes. But to, to be fair, though, that hasn't always been the case with the iPads. There was the 10.5-inch iPad Pro which, although that was a new mm-hmm. named device, it was effectively the same design as yeah. the iPad years before it. Just bigger. Yeah, I, I have mine back there. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so same si- same footprint. We probably think maybe there'll be new colors, right? Because, like, everything else got new colors. Because mm-hmm. it's fun to have new colors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, again, I don't know what else they would put in this device that would make it attractive to people who, to up, I guess, I don't think people are upgrading from the iPad Air 4. Like people are not computationally constrained. Like, oh my God, I can't get rid of this iPad Air 4 quick enough. Please release another one. YouTube is not loading fast enough on this iPad Air 4. Yeah, that's actually a good question. Does does the iPad Air 4 have Wi-Fi 6? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. When this device came out, it had the A14, and now it's getting an upgrade. Really, it's 18 months later, and it's getting the A15. 
Mm-hmm. So it would have to get the new front-facing camera in order to support center stage. That makes sense. Where is... It does have Wi-Fi 6. Huh. Okay. I didn't know that. And possibly 5G. Is there anything that you would... I mean, you have an iPad Air 3 today, yep. right? Mm-hmm. I know you don't use it that much, but is there anything as a as a user that you would like to see in the next iPad? I doubt this feature would make it to the iPad Air, but I I love promotion on my Mac and my iPhone. The only reason I would really get an iPad Pro is because it has the promotion. I want that consistency across my devices. But I I would really like to see that in the air because then I can save a few hundred dollars and not have to get an iPad Pro. But I also don't see that happening. Not this year, at least. It'll it'll probably happen eventually, but not this year. Yeah, that makes sense. ProMotion is a great feature. I think maybe in the future what they would do is they would differentiate the iPad Pro from other devices that have ProMotion when promotion goes from 120 to 240, 240 hertz. Like that's what, you know, they, they would be able to yeah. bring down the features. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, yeah. There's still that benefit to go into the pro model. Yeah. Again, I, I don't know what else they would put in here. It's not really, const- I get, I mean, my wife has hers. And it doesn't, she's not constrained by it at all, but I'm not saying that no one else is constrained. I do think it's interesting that it's been two years now since the Magic Keyboard was released, I think that the Magic Keyboard is probably up for an update. And I don't mean like an iterative update where they're just adding a new color like they did last year, but like an actual substantial update where it actually has different features on it. You know, new in iPadOS 15.4, which is in beta right now, you can control the keyboard brightness in the control center menu. I'm I'm making the gesture to you like I'm doing it on my iPad. (laughs) which is actually very cool, but it only works with first-party keyboards, which is, it seems kind of strange that they waited two years to add this feature when the Magic Keyboard came out two years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just seems like it would be something that would be more, <laughs> like they would have a, a quicker cycle on that one. I don't know. This is available in 64 and 256 as well today. They can't keep those storage sizes. Yeah, 128, 256 for sure. If you start downloading music from you know Apple Music, like the music is just, if you get the high-quality uh, the Dolby Atmos music, it's larger in size and you need to obviously account for that. So, Well, on that topic, I used to download all the lossless files onto my phone because I wanted mm-hmm. the highest quality audio possible. But the file sizes, even on a 256 gigabyte phone, were so massive that yeah. I cut back and literally went through the process of, because you have to delete the file off your phone then re-download everything again. And I had yes. to do that for a, like about a thousand songs. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. It took forever, but it was worth it because I now I'm using only half of my phone storage. Whereas before I was I was getting close. But here's the thing too is I listen because I listen primarily to house music, those tracks can be like eight minutes long and have very large file sizes to begin with. So then you make them lossless or, you know, Dolby Atmos, whatever. Those file sizes are insane. They're absolutely insane. Where do you find is do you go to general storage yep general storage and then when you hit music you can actually see per album per song what's what storage is being taken up so i have my iphone i have 113 gigs of storage used right now and i have a 512 gig iphone i I'm so it like takes forever to this to refresh yep yeah mine's refreshing right now too but i have 117 gigabytes used out of my 256 the yeah the largest thing is my photo library at 21 gigs followed by mess- or messages at 20 gigs. Genshin Impact, like this game that, that we talked about before, Genshin yeah. Impact, 4.1 gigs. Yeah, yeah. 
I really wanted to play that one, but I deleted it off my phone because the file size <laughs> made me paranoid. Why does music not appear in here? Oh, it's it's actually by low, uh, most to least. I have 28 gigs of music. Oh, my God. Oh, I still have Genshin Impact on my phone. Holy crap. I forgot. <laughs> I downloaded the, like, super pack thing for it. What do you yeah. take a guess? What do you think Engine Impact's taking up on my phone right now? Uh, 15. 15 gigabytes, yeah. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. That's crazy. Okay, so in my music library, I found it. I found it by going into settings music, and then it shows downloaded music. I have 3.1 gigs. And I ha- it doesn't tell me how many songs I have, though. Just that per album. So I, I would think they got to go bigger than 64 gigs on these base models. USB-C all the way, no Thunderbolt. I don't think that they're going to move the camera from top center to the side. That just doesn't seem very Apple. Oh, yeah. Like to move it where how your uh, your camera is on your Mac, like in the center when the screen is in landscape. I, I think they should. Oh, yeah. I mean, but they uh, won't. totally. No, no, they never will. That would be an admission of failure. <laughs> I mean, it's not, that's just not like them. Yeah. But they did give us bigger Macs and bigger iPhones. They did. They did. Anything else that you want to add here? No. What I was going to say earlier is I feel like this event is being set up to be the iPhone, iPad, maybe like new AirPods events. But why is it called peak performance? Like none of those things are about peak performance. The iPhone SE certainly is not about, you know, the pinnacle. The iPad Air is not the pinnacle of iPads. Like, are they going to show off Mac? Is Mac going to show up in some capacity here? It feels like everything, all the rumors are saying that all the Mac stuff got pushed back. So I don't know. I find the name of the event very interesting. Unless by peak performance, they mean peak face ID, peaks that you face ID is coming to iPad Air. But we just talked about how we don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. So it is peak like P-E-E-K. Right. Yeah. Not P-E-A-K. But as a pun, it's still referencing the idea of like, yeah, yeah, peak performance. I don't know. I, I think that that could just be like their cheekiness and naming. Right. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. I saw something today. I don't know if it was on Mac Rumors uh, or it was on Twitter, but it was from some of the people that write at Mac Rumors, I think, where they're like when they they looked at the Apple event invite from 2021 they said, you know, we thought the the event was going to include astrophotography, like a, a bronze iPhone and something else because of like it was like the lake and the lake was like at night and you saw like stars in the sky and they didn't get any of that. Like, or obviously we didn't get any of that. Yeah. Like it was just maybe like like an over indexing on what they thought the phone was going to have based on the invite. And maybe this is the same thing. They're like, oh, let's see how many people we can make upset. Possibly, yeah. I, I think it also could be too is just, you know, Apple is such a large organization. The marketing team was told, hey, we need to send an invite out for an event. You don't need to know what's in the event. You just need to tell people there's an event out there. And they're like, oh, well, you know, peak performance is a cool name. Let's use that. Yeah. Maybe the thing that we, where it could be peak performance, where the iPad Air is not getting the A15, but it's getting the M1. Oh, yeah. And why not? I mean, that yeah. could be quote-unquote peak performance, even though it's software limited. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like it being the chassis and overheating, I don't think it would be an issue if the M1 works in an iPad a Pro 11-inch. I do think that there is a differentiator, though, between the Pro and the Air by having them be A-chip and M-chip. But, um, I mean, why I not? Agree. I They could do it. 
yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what else they could take from the from the parts bin and repurpose into this device to make it fall in line with that name. I mean, it's yeah, maybe they. Um, I don't think this is actually going to happen, but like maybe they do put the M1 in there and then the iPad Pro start getting the M1 Pro. That seems ridiculous to me, but who knows? Yeah, that's. I mean, that seems really ridiculous. Maybe they show off the new Mac Mini. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else they could do. So we wrapped up the iPad Air, and the only, I mean, what the the rumors in there, I would say they're unsubstantiated rumors. We have a possible update to the Mac Mini, right? Where the Mac Mini would have a new, it would get possibly a redesign that was, you know, rumored last year. I don't necessarily see the Mac Mini getting the M2, right? But I do see that the, maybe there's a Mac Mini Pro that could make more sense where you get mm-hmm. the M1 Max and the M1, uh, or sorry, the M1 Pro and the M1 Max. That would make sense. There was a really cool video. I didn't finish watching it. It was by Quinn Nelson, by Snazzy Q. Yeah. Where he took, did you watch it? I haven't seen it, but I know I've heard, I heard about it. Yeah. He basically took the chassis of a M1 iPad, sorry, M1 iPad, M1 Mac Mini, and put it in a much smaller form factor that's like 70, wait, 30% smaller. He removed the PSU. Like it was actually a really interesting idea just kind of showing how overstuffed the chassis is in the M1 Mac Mini. Yeah. So maybe they do make it smaller. Who knows? Possibly, yeah. Or if they add the Pro chips in there instead for a higher-end one and keep the chassis the same size, they could do that too. Yeah, and add ports into that. That would make sense as well. Uh, I mean, it would make sense from a consumer's perspective because everyone wants more ports. I mean, I would be happy if they did that. And there's also talk about, you know, the iMac, iMac Pro, but I don't think that's going to come in this event. No, no. It sounds like that all got pushed to the summer. Yeah, the summer or if not later than that. That doesn't make, I guess, it doesn't make sense. Now, the the one other thing that we, you know, where I haven't seen any rumors about it, so I don't think it's substantiated, where peak performance could be something like new services, like enhancements to services. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we've talked about Apple Music Plus. We talked about Apple Arcade Plus. Like that's something that we, at least I feel, where they would be able to differentiate. I don't know. I, I don't know what else they could do. I mean, now I guess we're back on your topic here after <laughs> a minute of roundabout. I don't know what else they could do to make these, I guess, to fall in line with the invite name. What could they do? Yeah. It's kind of mind boggling. Mm-hmm. What, what are they going to do? And I think the service, actually, that's a good guess because things like services and software rarely leak ahead of time. Oh, yeah. You, like, you right. never really know. it. Like, we will not know it's an iOS 16 until it's announced at WWDC. Like, iOS updates just don't leak. They just don't. Yeah, it's it's like super, super duper rare that they leak. The only time I remember a leak was back in iOS 7 when someone got to see the OS early and it was just like a drawing of their description of what they saw. And it was accurate. Like it was legitimate, but um, it, it like, it looked terrible because it was just like describing iOS seven to someone and then having them draw the home screen based on your oh <laughs> description so of it. Yeah. It never leaked. So yeah. And but in same with the software, like we've kind of gotten like hints that there's like an audiobooks service coming, but oh, yeah, that's right. We don't really know anything about how it's going to work or if it's a, its own separate app, is it built into iBooks? Is it like there's so many things we don't know that that there could be surprises in software and services for sure. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, maybe one of this could be. 
What? They announced Final Cut or Logic for the iPads. Shh, come on, man. The, don't, don't play with my heart, man. Don't play with my heart. <laughs> no, that probably won't happen, but that would be crazy if it did. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, I mean, it would be crazy if they did. I would fall out of my chair probably when they announce it. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think that they're they're at the point where from like a sub level, subsystem level, where they can support all these things. Like you can't even get, uh, you can't even use more than one interface. Like like the example that we had before we started recording. If I am, uh, if I have my recorder plugged into my iPad, I can't make a Skype call, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm already using one interface. Like I'm using the audio interface. It just doesn't work that way. So they have to make a lot of changes and that's not iPad. Yeah, and, and actually to be, I was kind of joking earlier, to be straight up about it, I, now that the Macs have the M-series chips in it and all that, like the, I think the Pro apps are going to stay on the Macs. And if, totally. And if, the, if there's anything in that realm of Final Cut Logic that comes to iPad, they will be supplemental apps to aid in using the apps on the Mac. Absolutely. Yeah. Apps of freaking lootly, holding apps of freaking lootly. So the one thing we talked about in the beginning was when we're probably gonna see some series of accessory refreshes. So like new cases for your iPhone, for your Apple watch, we have new bands. Holden, we're both band lovers, which I, I know I showed to you before, but man, I like the, the black band. I got to see one in person recently. It's really nice. You know, as a side note, I ordered the same size I always do. And this one is actually snug. Like it doesn't, it's almost like too snug, but I didn't exchange it. So it'll stretch out gonna, a little bit. Yeah. It'll stretch out. I don't know if we could see new headphones because they've updated every headphones in the past like four months. Like the Beats, you know, the Beats, the Fly or the the Beats workout ones. They've updated those. Those wouldn't be necessarily in an event. So we, we see new accessories. I, I think Magic Keyboard makes sense. But other than that, I don't know what else they can really do. I guess they could do the iPad. No, not the iPad. The um, AirPods Pro. Because you haven't seen those updated since they came out. But I, we, yeah. we haven't seen leaks of that. We haven't really, or uh, have we? I can't remember now. Nothing recent suggesting manufacturing had begun on those. We we would have heard about that at this point. I would think that we would, have, yeah, yeah. I would think that we would have heard about that. Yeah. I, I so I mean I think it's not going to be like it's not going to be like a a ninety minute event where it's like super packed. They're you know doing demos. I think it's going to be like a normal like sixty ish minute event. Mm-hmm. That's to me would seem like it would be it's a standard event hold. It's a standard event. No, it, I would even be surprised if we made it in 60 minutes. I think this might be one of the shorter events that we see, like in that like like under 50 minutes. Wow, under 50. Well, if they're doing – if we're doing probably some updates on like iOS and maybe they'll talk about iOS 15 or something like uh, – 50.4. Like they'll touch on that. They'll yeah. touch on how long could they possibly talk about the iPhone SE and the iPad Air 5. Like I, I don't see how this could be super long unless there's just – as we said earlier, like something software service wise, we just don't know about yet where they're going to announce a brand new TV service and bring up every single content creator on the face of the planet to talk about how they're going to be a part of the the service for 45 minutes. Unless that happens, I don't see it being longer than 50 minutes. So last year in April, they had the M1 iPad Pro, the M1 iMac, AirTags, Apple TV 4K, and podcast subscriptions. Those are the five things that they announced last year in April. So we should, I think to me, my takeaway from that is we should be open to a lot of software stuff then. Yeah. I don't think they're going to update the iPad Pro. That just seems ridiculous. When did that happen? Last year in April. 
Yeah, I think the iPads are like an 18-month cycle, I think. Because before that, it yeah. was like 2018 at the end of the year. It was like late 2018. Yeah, it, that just seems way too soon. Also, where are they going to update it with? The M2? They're not going to introduce the M2 with an iPad Pro. So they Well, they could do the mini LED on the 11-inch iPad. True. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, they're not going to put the M1 Pro and the M1 Pro or M1 Max in that device. No. no. Completely friggin' overkill. Yeah. Well, they could, and it'll also act as a bed warmer, and you can just, like, run it around, like, your sheets to, like, warm up your bed. Yeah, you, know like you, need, an act- you need an active cooling system to have the M1 Pro. Oh, no, I know. M1. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just thinking about that. Like, how could you put that in a fan- in a fanless enclosure? You can't. Well, no way. yeah, you can't. Well, I I don't know. Like, the iPad, the uh, MacBook Pros have a fan in, in them, but from the interview I saw with Renee Ritchie and the VP of their chip division, whatever their chip division's called, they literally said that the M1 chips, are they just don't get hot enough to push those fans to turn on almost at all. Hmm. Because, they, because they max out at 30 watts of energy, and at that energy rate, it, it, they won't get hot enough. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe. But I mean, on an iPad, though, like you can't get an iPad with a 30-watt performance chip in it. No way. Yeah. That seems crazy. Anything else that you think that they're going to talk about at this event, which we just obviously we named like a million different things, right? Going through the list. I don't know. I don't really have like super like, whoa, we're going to see the, you know, Apple Vision headset. Like, I don't, we're not going to see anything like that. We're not going to see Apple Car. We're not going to see, you know, big new features or new products like that. That's my guess, at least. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. I am right there with you. Okay, Holden, is there anything else that you want to talk about? No, I mean, it's the bit of the year. Apple always kind of ramps up during the year. Yeah. So we're in that quiet period right now. In that quiet period. Okay, Holden, where can everyone find you at? People can find me at Twitter, at Holden DePardo. I am there. But as I always say, you are much better off following a much more interesting account, which is your account, <laughs> because you actually post things. <laughs> and you post things relevant to, to Apple stuff and all that that people are going to love. And yeah, so follow Michael. Okay. Everyone, thank you very much for joining today. We are out of here, but we will talk to you next week after the event. Until then, thanks very much. Holden, thank you. Thank you.